Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge, season 34, War of the Worlds 2, episode 8. Saving Private Esther. And folks, we just want to let you know before we get into this recap that we need you to do something for us. It's very, very simple. Just go to the bottom of our page on the Apple Podcast app and rate this podcast five stars. And then write a little nice review. It will help this podcast be seen by more people. And we're trying to get to how many before the end of the year, Ash? 100. If we don't get 100, we have to move back to North Carolina. Yeah, and I never even lived there, and I have to move there. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Not that it would affect you guys. There's They have the internet down there, so we could still do this podcast. But still, folks, we want to keep living in Bushwick, Brooklyn. It would be 10 reviews in October, 10 in November 10 in December. Come on, y'all. We're almost there. Does your grandma have an iPhone? We'll steal it from her and uh, rate us. Does your dog have an iPhone? Well, call the cops because that's weird. Listen, the other thing is we want to plug that we have uh, not just recaps on this podcast. We also do regular shows where we talk about reality in general. Those shows drop on Monday morning. And actually, this past Monday, we talked about the first episode of Temptation Island Season 2, which Ashley and I, spoiler alert, loved. We loved last season. We loved of this season it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and we should also say that we mostly talk about our lives you really figure out who we are yeah we pull back the curtain a little bit. It's like, uh, we want to say it's half and half our lives in reality, but it's probably more like 75-25. Yeah. <laughs> and next week we're going to be talking about America's Fittest Couple. Yeah. That's which on the, we have a lot to say about. Yeah, we just watched that. That's on the Paramount Network. And if you like the challenge, something tells me you might like America's Fittest Couple. Wink, wink. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who has written us a five-star review. You're literally making our day every time we read it. So thank you so much. It really means a lot. Ash, let's jump into this recap. So this episode is interesting because it feels like a middle episode. We are in the middle of the season and you can tell people have a strange look on their face, okay? Friends have gone home. Things have gotten serious. The fun and games are over. Fun and games are over. Some would say they never even really started on this season. <laughs> uh, it immediately went into really disgusting double turns and uh, calling your own teams out. Um, well, so you were talking about um, off the pod about how this season really started off with such a bang. It was like fireworks. Like the first four episodes were just nonstop action. A lot of champions just going home. You know what I mean? And now you can feel it settling in. People are starting to look around and they're going, oh shit, we're well, at the halfway mark. It's interesting because it does seem like we are at the halfway mark and this is the first episode where there's a lot of talk of trimming the fat. And you, and you usually hear trimming the fat real a lot earlier. And I think maybe that's just the nature of what this show has. This show's been on for so long that natural selection, as far as the producers calling people, trims the fat. Because uh, there's so much talk about how strong this American team is. And there really is not much fat on either side. I mean, one could say that the entire UK team is fat. But um, that's just because they don't know how to play this game like the Americans can play. I mean, there was a lot of um, uh, people were there was a lot of talk on this episode in particular about how much better the American team is than the UK team, and whether in terms or, of teamwork in terms specifically, of, yeah, yeah, that's what we're t we're talking about in terms of teamwork. And honestly, it does seem like their politicking game um, is better as well, it, even though the Americans want to tear each other's heads off, and there's a complete division between that team as well, it doesn't seem like it's manifesting into um, the 
team itself being disorganized and also when it matters yeah yeah they, even though the americans you know hate you know every other person hates They're each fighting other at tribu- they were fighting during the tribunals and all of that stuff but during the dailies they seem to be able to pull it out i mean quite frankly they don't see many tribunals do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like there is not that much time where they're all looking around. Like, I meant like who they were going to vote for. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. As the troika, sure, which sure. is a word they're not using. They're not using. Is that what they are? I, it has to be in the challenge lore. You know, if you open the challenge book of definitions, that is a troika. It's three who are deciding. Well, I feel like that's only within the last three or four seasons. Well, that's I had never heard that. I'm going to call it that. that. Um, before we begin this scene by scene recap, I would like to uh, put out a little PSA for Kaylee. Where is she? Is she still on the show? Is she okay? Yeah, on the on the uh, back of my oat milk box this morning, I saw a picture of Kaylee. I'm worried about Kaylee. What the hell is happening to her in the house? Yeah, ser- seriously, if you see her, look around. Anissa might be near her. Although I heard a look some some whiffins of some rumors about Anissa. Listen, let's just say Anissa. Who knows? We may see Anissa again. We Fingers better crossed. see Anissa again. I always want to see Anissa. You know it. Um, but you know, Nick, you and I talked about something, and I'd like to just put it out there, which is that we are not going to talk about social media stuff at all on this podcast from this point on, right? Yeah, Ashley is reading me the riot act. I don't uh, want to talk about social media. I don't want any. All we are doing is talking about what we have seen on our television. So we're supposed to now turn a blind eye to what's going, what's what's yes. really going on. No rumors. No behind the scenes stuff. No, you saw this, but this is what was really happening. I can't wrap my mind around it anymore. I just want to enjoy the television show. I'll tell you this. I'll make a deal with you. And this is something that we didn't talk about. Yeah. Uh, I won't bring up any stuff like that on this particular show. Great. On our Monday show, yes. if I want to talk about something I saw with some of these reality stars on yes. their grams or whatnot, I might do that because it's general. Okay, Deal. let's shake on We're it. We're shaking on shaky, it. Shaky, shaky, That was the sound effect of us shaking on it. Okay, this episode opens up after Joss has sent home Bear on the Proving Grounds. Everyone is filing back into the house and they seemed bummed. Turbo even says, it's going to be boring without Bear. What do you care, Turbo? I don't ever see you unless you're trying to fight with Jordan or something. Like, shake it up a little bit, bro. Like, seriously. I'm going to miss Bear. I like I'm going to miss Bear, too. Yeah, I'm going to miss Bear. And uh, it, he was a lot of fun uh, to watch on this show. Um, and it does seem like everybody else is kind of like, boy, this is going to be, except for CT, actually. He, he looks like he's a little relieved about how he's going to get a little peace and quiet in his dad brain. Yeah, he's just constantly yelling at people to get off his lawn. I'll tell you, I know you wrote it down, but CT's so, like, just kind of old. Anytime CT gets up from, like, a chase lounge on one of these things, he yeah. just is like, Ugh. like, there's so much of that he's going on. He's got a wedgie on. in his he's, pants. He's picking wedgies <laughs> out of his ass, which you know somebody could have cut away from but left yeah. in. I mean... He's, they he's a, edit television shows for a reason, yeah. and it's to avoid wedgies, but they're showing us CTs for some reason. CT's entire game this season is like an exasperated guy who has to hang out with a bunch of kids. He's like, ah, he seems like a camp counselor. You know? I have a lot to say about CT's game, but I'll, I'll say it. I'll save it for when we get to it. Okay, so the next couple of scenes in this opening of this episode are... Um, Pretty much Kara and Tori narrating the parameters of their alliance. And I'm not talking about the UK versus US team. I'm talking about the alliances that permeate those borders. Okay. So the alliances that are that are in the US and connect the UK team and vice versa. Um, Kara lays out who everyone is on her alliance. 
I mean, if you're pointing at me to say who's on that alliance, it's tough for me. Okay, so Kara and Polly. Ashley, and... Cam, Kaylee. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're maybe, oh, Natalie, and then possibly Turbo. Yeah. And then on the other side, and then maybe Zach. You know, no one seems to know what Zach is doing, but I think Zach is with Tori, Jordan. No, I think Zach's safely on the other side. Zach is safely on the other side with Tori, Jordan. um, Nani. Nani, Kyle. Leroy. Possibly Leroy. Leroy is the one that people They did a fun editing with Leroy kind of coming in. I'll tell you this, though. When when they kind of have, they do these roundups, we see these people. I mean, we have the most information out of anybody, you know, as the viewer. Um, it does. It is interesting that this is episode eight, about halfway through this season, and still there are people who don't know where other people on their own team lie. Because yeah. later you'll see uh, Zach make a comment about Ashley being like, she seems kind of safe because she's in the middle. When we know she's not. She's yeah. she's firmly placed on With the opposite Cara. side. But she must be playing this game so perfectly that she even has people fooled right in front of her of yeah. not knowing where they lie and what where their alliances lie i find this incredibly interesting that they are laying out this alliance like this for us and 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 their alliances have been spoon-fed to us this whole season but just the visual of tori as a talking head and her alliance popping up around her you know theo georgia from the uk team same with Kara. it's it is um it's really setting the tone for the second half of this season now I will say that TJ tells us in this episode that we're at the midway point. But when I started taking notes, I wrote down, are we at the midway point? Because that's what the beginning of this episode felt like. Yeah, it just feels like we're we're at a point where it's it, it's time to stop messing around <clears throat> and start getting our eyes on the final. That brings us to the morning. Kyle and CT are talking in the bunks. Um, they're just kind of talking about gameplay. CT tells Kyle that you guys promise too much, just meaning like the British in general or kind of constantly promising each other things and then we get a little interview with ct where he says if you're not too careful you'll be swimming next to a drowning man and he'll pull you under yeah and that drowning man is kyle uh he's looking at kyle saying boy it does seem to me that his head might be on the chopping block at this point yeah and um um, he doesn't seem safe he's flown under the radar for me all season i i it's even tough every time he shows up it's tough for me to remember who his alliances are, and I think it's because he's kind of playing a middle game, but yeah, I don't know. Well, his alliance, I feel like his alliance is with Zach. You know, when this show started, when this a season started, we were like, if Kyle gets the chance, he'll flip teams because his alliance is over on the U.S. team, true, right? True, true. But now we've just watched his alliance get whittled down, so it's like, who is his alliance? I don't know. It's just Zach. I mean, was he with Bear and Theo when that was an intact alliance? I don't think he was with... I don't. I think they were his number two, uh, you know? I yeah. think his number one was like Johnny and Zach and the challenge core that he's been on seasons with for the past two or three seasons. Um, that's when we get a little quote from CT where he says, you have stage four liabilities. <laughs> Just want to give that a shout out because I appreciated it. Did he say... But here, the, the thing is, is like, he said, "You have diabetes, stage four, or something Di- like that." Diabetes doesn't have stages. Is, yeah. Did he say stage four? Uh-huh. Exactly. I mean, it would be type two diabetes. You know, <laughs> I mean, but right, um, cancer has stages. Yeah, you have type, you have type four Lancer. That doesn't work. 
Um, uh, so yeah, no, but uh, did get a chuckle out of Ash and I when he said that. Um, and I think what he's saying there is basically like, uh, yeah, you're telling me all this shit, but I don't know. You're telling all these other people all this other shit. I know how this game is played. I I believe in a CT Kyle alliance more than I believe in a CT Rogan alliance. Oh, totally. Which is totally. what we are we see throughout the rest of this episode. I don't understand CT aligning himself with Rogan. It doesn't make sense to me. I totally get it. Tell me. The numbers. He knows the numbers are there. Every week we get to see CT try to not vote so he doesn't out himself on which side he is. And now it's safe to say there's only one side on the UK team, really, and that's the Joss Rogan alliance. And so, Which is also sort of the Cara Pauli alliance? Um, it used to be the West Alliance. Was that Cara, Pauli, and West? Were they in aligned together? Would they have aligned up? I don't think so. Oh my god! I, I, mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems so like clear, alliances but now are. All the I think, strings are being messed are getting tangled. Um. Well, so they wanted. Uh, they wanted to keep Esther. Oh, so I, I don't want to ruin. I don't want to yes, ruin things. Yes. We're going to talk about all that, and I don't want to talk about any more who's on whose alliance. Let's just talk throughout each scene you got it because it's getting too confusing the next scene is d and ninja and they're talking and they're just saying that they have each other's backs no matter what that's all that 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 matters from this scene the next scene is the daily it's called crate expectations basically you got 125 that's a a crate name for uh oh my god (laughs) for a daily shut it down 125, 25, 125 crates that weigh 25 pounds. 125, 25 pound crates. You got to stack them up. You got to pull down 12 relics. Then you got to pull your crates to the finish line. And then you win. Nick, how'd you feel about this daily? Oh, it was fine. I mean, I, I it seemed like a lesser version of last week's daily when they were putting the, the relics on a thing and crossing a river with it. Yeah. It is the same style of teamwork. Um, I guess the physicality of holding the uh relic the last time was harder yeah this one just seemed like an easier version of that and honestly i mean we don't even have to go through it it seems to me like the american team just smoked the uk team again and that's it they win again you know i mean there, there are some things to be pointed smoke, out yeah the, before, the most important thing to be pointed out is before they smoke them tj lets us know that this will be a double elimination double elim he also lets us know we are at the halfway mark of the season so and by double elim that means no uh, a male competitor and a female competitor are both going to be chosen he does a little bait and switch where he's like this week is a female elimination and then he gets some sound clips of guys being like, oh, no. And then he goes, and a male elimination. That's right. Double elimination, folks. Yeah. So we see this. And what What's what? What do you want to say, Ash? I want to say that after he says that, we get a little sound clip of Georgia going, are you joking? Are you joking? And then Theo saying, we're letting down our country, which I enjoyed in his interview. He was like, mm. we got to win because we're letting down our country. And then... Nick, we have to talk about this before we get into the action. All the single shots that they did of the players. It was weird camera work. What was going on there? I don't know, but it seemed like that they knew that they were being profiled because each one of them had like uh, a little something they were doing for the camera. Yeah, it was yeah. like right before the daily began. And then it began, and as Nick said, the U.S. team won. Anything you'd like to point out while that happened? Sure. They're singling people out on the U.K. squad for not performing. Those people are Kyle. So you see uh, Rogan basically saying, like, uh, 
Uh, he said, I haven't seen Kyle move a single crate. Right. And and then we see Esther, dra- they, somebody's saying that Esther is basically dragging ass. And Theo saying, Idris don't got it. Yeah. Um, so and that's th- when you said to what me. I, yeah. So what I was going to say was, I didn't see any of that. I didn't. They didn't show us the narration of uh, the interviews of singling these players out, not performing to the best of their ability or to the top of the ability of the team. I would have liked to seen Theo. I mean, uh, I would have liked to see uh, you know um, Esther dragon ass or Kyle. Kyle just sitting on a crate. Or but but I would just it just looked like a team working together. Yeah, we didn't see it. We just heard that they were doing that. Yeah, and it's like, well, show us that because I I actually feel like that almost every time. Like I have not really seen as like Esther not perform. Like I. I can assume she's not because it doesn't seem like when she comes back, she's like, I was keeping up with everybody else. Like every time we get into a thing, she's like, you're right. Like my endurance isn't that good. You're right. I wish I could have kept up. You know, I'm trying my hardest. It's like, I haven't really seen any of that. Like normally when somebody's lagging, like they show like somebody lagging and people yelling at them. We've seen it on the American team Mm -hmm. where the Americans are immediately singling out the person who's not performing well by screaming and sometimes getting physical with that person. Wink, wink, Zach and Ninja. Natalie and stuff like that you know so I'm not seeing that in the actual performances here in the actual dailies um yeah it was bad editing and it it looked to me it looked like uh, Kyle was doing what everybody else was doing yeah have an interview where Rogan says Kyle's not doing anything and then cut to a scene of Kyle not doing something instead they cut to a scene of him like helping the get down a relic yeah it's like okay well isn't that what you're supposed to be doing so America wins. TJ lets Zach know he showed a lot of fitness. You showed a lot of fitness, Zach. That was just interesting that he said that. You showed a lot of fitness. I think, and now I might regret this, I think Zach probably is the best player on the U.S. team. And I think that he is um, routinely a good team player. Well, he seems like he could do pretty much it all. Plus, he's got the height. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and this was a height challenge. You didn't have to stack so many apple boxes on one another if you were tall. And Theo's like six foot eight or something. Yeah. And Zach's probably a little shorter than that. But still, yeah, good fitness. Uh, an interesting note. Then TJ says, Who speaks for your team? And they say, Ashley speaks for the team. Who does she pick? Kara and Polly. Yes, interesting. Otherwise known as Napoleon and Medusa. Yeah, Zach, that's what Zach said, right? Yeah. Tori insults them all, and then Esther goes, I'm going to put myself forward in a little interview. She says, I'm going to put myself in. Right. She thinks it's time that she proves herself, and, uh, you know, it's nice when a challenger does that. But will it work for the rest of the team? Will it work for the rest of the team? We come back to the house, and Zach and Kara um, are talking about how they've got to save Esther, Ashley, Cam, Natalie talking. Everyone is saying we got to protect Esther. Everybody wants Esther not. Everybody on the U.S. team wants Esther not to go in because they see her as um, easy pickings and they want to hold on to hold well, her on until the end. She's yeah. an anchor. Uh, you, yeah, she's going to draw down that team. You know, when it comes to like really physical, you know, endurance competition so it, it makes sense it's a classic challenge move to keep somebody around who stinks and you know? the uk team wants to get rid of esther because they keep losing and they want to win one daily and so in their minds they're thinking we can shut uh if we get some of our weaker players off this team if we trim some of the fat we might actually win once so the well, they've won once or twice 
Well, they might win again. How about that? Right. They've just been on a losing streak for quite some time. I think the one time they won, it was forfeited. No, or maybe there's two times. No, because the Americans have sat down there arguing about who they're going to vote for. Yeah, I, I can't recall who or what, but yeah. Well, Ashley, Kim, and Natalie, um, and I mean Ninja Natalie, when they're talking about how they have to protect Esther in the bunks, I start to get this feeling. I'm looking around. I'm thinking, are the women running this alliance? Is that what's going on here? I think it might be. Um, they send Ninja to talk to D. You got to get D to get her team not to throw in Esther. This is a pretty hefty request when the person is trying to throw themselves in. True, true. And also the fact that they're like, hey, use your relationship to manipulate that team. Yeah. And Ninja Natalie's so quick to wanting to do that. And yeah. it, to me it feels like, and also the way that she speaks about this topic throughout the episode, whether it be 2D or in an interview to me seems that um, she's drank the Kool-Aid and also like wants to be accepted in her alliance, which makes sense. She wants to win this game, but I do find it to be, she's a little slimier. She's off putting in this episode than I would have expected when it comes to the relationship between her and D. I a hundred percent agree. I, and I feel like D shows herself as a real friend. And well, I, I, There's more of a, talk about this when we get later in the episode so i'm going to save my re the rest of my comments for that so ninja natalie uh has this talk with d and d says basically like i will save idris because it was like we're going to put in esther and idris and the Kara alliance was like you can't put in both of the weakest players that we're counting on to be layups you know so d's like kind of saying like well i can give you guys half of what you want she goes to talk to rogan and rogan by the way no problem there for Natalie. Yeah. Natalie was like, no, you don't. Un if, if it was such an issue to have Esther there, Natalie would have said like, yeah, that's fine. But it's all about Esther. Right. Like, it's not about Idris. So, no. like, let's work on Esther. But when he said like when D when D said like, no, I, I, Esther is going to be really tough to convince not to because she's throwing herself in. Like, how the hell am I going to do that? Yeah. I can totally try to work the Idris angle. And Natalie's like, OK, do what you can. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. I feel like Natalie should have been like, no, it's not about Idris if it wasn't that much about Idris. It's Idris. I think it's both, and it doesn't really matter because I'm hearing people say both back and forth. Okay. I say Idris Elba. I don't say Idris Elba. I don't say Idris Elba. He's a British guy, so I'm going to go with Idris Elba. That is brings that okay? us, yeah. That brings us to the gym. CT and Rogan are talking. This is the classic wedgie scene. CT lays out the unspoken animosity between Kyle and Rogan. They have a bubbling cauldron of dislike underneath their placid relationship on top. And this is when I start wondering why CT is in an alliance with Rogan. Just because I, I mean, Rogan's fine. But um, as a as a watcher, as a viewer of this show, I like Kyle so much more. And I would think that CT would like Kyle more, too. So it feels like more natural for CT and Kyle to be in an alliance than Rogan, who seems a little... 
I don't want to say snake-like, but his whole avoidance of the um, proving ground, you're shaking your head, you disagree? Yeah, you're absolutely wrong. Kyle's a man who's sinking on an island by himself. CT's a guy who's been playing this game since 1991. You don't match up with a guy who you think you're friends with. You match up with a person in the house who has literally the majority on his side. Yeah. That's Rogan. Rogan Rogan and Josh seem to be scared of CT for some reason. They don't want to throw him in because they don't want him to be on the jump ship and go on the other side, and they also want to make friends with him because he's a challenge champion and a legend on this show they want to be accepted on this show i bet you ct has some sort of sway when it comes to like who gets put back on this show like if your friend you're either going to make complete enemies with ct and so you're going to make it like a rival situation or you want to align with this guy and have this guy be on the show with you for the rest of the challenges existence that you're involved in it's a complete numbers thing ct's been playing this thing the entire time this way he's not voting when it comes to voting later you'll see he does not vote later yeah he doesn't vote they don't even ask him for his vote and that's based on the troika allowing him to leave by being like okay the majority's there everybody else leaves we'll talk about that in like a second but no it's and also he's playing both sides easily he's telling kyle like okay cool like i you're you're, i don't know if you're lying to me but like you and me man like we're buddies and it's all good and then when he talks to rogan here he goes who you think and he's like well obviously we want to cut the dead weight we have esther we have idris uh and uh what who are we gonna cut and uh ct's like i don't know about idris uh i kind of feel like uh, don't you think there's somebody else in this house and he's like well yeah it'd be kyle and he's like i think that's a better pick all right i'll leave you and then walks away <laughs> he's the reason why kyle's in the picture in the first place so he's just playing his game. You're right. Okay, he's playing the I'm playing. I am game. playing an emotional game where I want CT and Kyle to be buds because they both make me laugh. And Rogan hasn't made me laugh once. I mean, Kyle's gonna look at that. Is gonna watch that episode last night and go, "Fuck, this guy is the one who fucked me." It was CT just kind of gruffly under his breath over, you know, with his uh, whatever he's drinking, a goblet of red wine, like every single time you see the guy, whatever he's drinking out of that goblet, it doesn't leave his left hand. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know. How about Kyle? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle seems like a good pick. He's like, all right, that's great. All right, I'll see you. And then this is the scene where he picks a wedgie out of his ass. That brings us to the tribunal, which immediately CT leads the convo on the UK team. And that is a pattern throughout this season. Him starting with sort of like um an inspirational speech up front we're getting better we're doing better guys you know i think we have heart we have potential um let's start with the girls and then esther just immediately puts herself in Kara and ashley who are up top in the troika they look pissed now it's time for the boys elimination joss speaks up and says kyle's name not rogan did rogan put joss up to this I think they talked about it, and they were like, CT thinks Kyle. Yeah, we should go Kyle. That's it. I mean, it makes sense to me. Kyle doesn't seem like his loyalties really lie anywhere except for the American team. So why would, why wouldn't you throw him in? Kyle- I, don't know, I don't know what the relationship between Josh Rogan and Kyle was pre-show. Were they really good friends? Well, that's when Kyle immediately starts yelling, I shook your hand. I shook your hand. I think Joss and Kyle go back to Vendetta's. Was that the season that they became friends on? Yeah, I don't know. I think they have a history together. Um, That brings us to a commercial, which immediately brings us back to Kyle screeching, I shook your hand. He feels blindsided. Um, the U.S. team excuses. Oh, by the way, the U.K. team votes in Kyle. The U.S. team, the Troika, uh, excuses the U.K. team, and they basically ask Kyle, who do you want to go against? He says Rogan. 
or Idris. Um, they go four for Id. Oh, four people vote for Idris, six for Kyle. Okay. I was a little confused about my notes there. Um, and then the UK team leaves. Esther thinks she could be Georgia. Then she thinks she could beat who else? She basically she says, says Jenny too. She's like, I, uh, you I know, could beat everybody. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I don't think she wants to be on this show any longer. I think when people throw themselves in, they kind of are going, I really kind of just want to go home. This is too much. And she immediately says, like, Georgia and Jenny as if, like, they would be, she had a chance beating Jenny in anything. Like, yeah. let's be honest. No one's going to beat her on the female side. It's yeah. just not going to work. She said that seems like a suicide by, you know, uh, you know, cop or something. I, you know, it's it's like some sort of you're just like you're you're you're, you're you got the cyanide tablet in your mouth with the name Jenny on it mm -hmm. by putting that out there. And I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like, you know, maybe she cut a deal with somebody on the in the show and was like, let me go home and uh, I'll just go home. And then you give me twenty thousand dollars of your winnings <laughs> if you went like it, I'm sure that's happening here, you know. It, I'm sure it happens every season. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like at this point, Esther's kind of given up. Um, you know, it's like, why would you want to go in, number one? And why would you want to go in against your top competitor? Like, yeah, that was You want to go in to prove yourself? You know you're not going to win that. It's just not going to work. Kyle says, I'd like to go against Rogan, Idris, Joss. And then they're like, would you come to our team? And Kyle's like, if you put me against Theo, one of us will come to your team. Yeah. You know, he's like threatening them with that. Yeah. Um, when they leave, Ashley and Cara and Polly are kind of chatting. They think something's up with D. Somehow D wasn't able to stop Esther from throwing herself in, which means that D and Rogan are traitors. Ashley says we should put D and Rogan in because they are traitors. Yeah, I, you know, we've already talked about that a little bit. I want to save this conversation for when they go out. Yeah. Because that's the real D-Natalie combo here. Back at house, Kyle confronts Joss. Zach says it's 100% worse to have the rug pulled out from under you. Kyle, I'm going to break your jaw to Rogan. That brings us... Kyle is pissed, by the way. Kyle like, is pissed. Kyle seems to be taking the piss out of most of his challenge time. Yeah. Um, but this in particular, he seems really pissed. He, he does. seems really mad. He seems hurt, too. He seems hurt. And then uh, and, and Joss and Rogan both look kind of guilty yeah it's not like they're like dude are you kidding me like well of course i throw you in it is more of a like all right let's hear it what do you got I'll yeah it's like okay what do you want yeah i did this it's a game this is what we do that brings us to a night out cara is talking to d and then it's like cara d ashley esther natalie and tori and they're all kind of confronting d about like not convincing esther to stay it's so Bizarre. In particular, the people confronting D are Kara and Ashley. Mm -hmm. And th those are the ones speaking here. And Ninja sitting there. And just sitting there not saying anything. Mm -hmm. Not defending, not not attacking. And CT says, um, we get a little interview with CT where he goes, enough, Kara. Yeah. Which I found interesting. Yeah, because I think he's kind of over that whole thing. Where yeah. You're like intimidating a person. Yeah, you got to control every situation. Yeah. And then... Um, Nat, like D is getting more and more upset and she's like no one's letting me speak I liked this um, this moment because Ashley goes I'm sorry we're all just big personalities and I just enjoyed Ashley um, you know calling that out 
Um, then Kyle goes after D. Kyle sees someone who's got their back against the wall, yeah. who maybe has got a little limp because they've been running well, against being chased. And then should, Kyle goes into him. We should say that there was a moment before in the vote when D votes for Kyle. Kyle seems specifically upset with yeah. D's vote. Yeah. Um, they might have been real friends. I think they, well, they've also done, they did they've last season together. together. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, he seems particularly hurt by that. Yeah. And so he's yelling now, look at yourself, D. Like, you have, not only are you, did you vote the wrong way and you're going to lose a competitor on the team, but you're not, you're going to leave here with no boyfriend. You're not going to win and you're not going to have any friends yeah. all because of what you did. You lost a friend. You And I think he's talking about himself. You lost a friend. Uh, you're going to lose. You're going to go into the elimination. You're not going to... You, Rogan's never going to talk to you he, again. He's like, is Rogan going back to Sydney with you? Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? Your family's going to disown you. You're never going to be able to work again. Yeah. You're going to, he's just like telling and her. And he's cackling. Yeah. Cackling. He's loving every minute of it. And I'll tell you what, it. this was my laugh out loud moment. I quite enjoyed what uh, Kyle was doing here because I am a Kyle fan. You I are. like Kyle and I like his gameplay here. And I, I think my laugh to him was a very sympathetic laugh. Of uh, I would do this. Uh, this is how I would yeah. handle this situation. Yeah, I would be like, "Fuck it." At this point, I'm gonna really try and like, I want somebody to jump off the pier here. Like, I I want I want to annoy somebody so much that they do something crazy. Right. Um. Because you feel crazy. Because I feel crazy, and and really, it's you feel out of control. Yeah. And so, how do you get back control when you're a certain type of individual? You hurt someone. You incite. <laughs> you incite them to do something to manipulate them into doing something they didn't want to do it to begin with and a lot of that time in this in this particular show is trying to get somebody to hit you so that they go home this was a different tactic it was this was like i want this person to literally jump over the rail here like i'm gonna annoy them that much and he did his he did his part but it didn't exactly work but what's what's really interesting here is what follows which is when Ashley and Kara and Tori leave. Now we're just left with D and Natalie. And D just looks at Natalie. He's like, what was that? Why didn't you defend me? I have yeah. this person, this person, this person, and this person coming at me. And you didn't say one thing. You didn't have my back. You didn't have my back. I th he's like, we were meant to be friends. That's like, I like this, like a Britishism yeah. or whatever, Australianism. Yeah. We were meant to be friends. You were meant to, you were meant to be my friend, but... You were meant to back me up, but that doesn't seem like you did in this situation. And then Natalie starts to cry. Yeah. I don't know what she's crying about. Is Are they manipulative crocodile tears or is she really upset about what's going on? Because her interviews and her talking to Dee do not match up. Because in the interviews here, she's trying to explain to the audience, like, I told Dee, like, the reason they are suspicious of you on the alliance and because you didn't do what they wanted you to do now they're they they want to put your head on the chopping block and i warned you you could have avoided this if you would have done something what could she have done this is not a good look for ninja natalie yeah i i agree i watched this and i i've i have liked ninja natalie and at this point i'm feeling very sympathetic to d because as you might remember in war of the worlds 1 um, there was a big, you know, snafu, a kerfuffle, one might say, when Natalie got into an argument with her partner on a particular daily, which was Turbo. And then Turbo, he maybe he raised his voice a little bit to Natalie. And all of a sudden, D comes running out from the side defending um, Ninja Natalie. Don't talk to her that way. Calm down before you talk. You know, D's, and at the time when I saw that, 
I was like, D, you know, this isn't your business, honey bun. You need to back up out of this um, fight. But now watching D's back be against the wall and Natalie not say anything, it really made me feel for D in a big way. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good look. It was an, it was unfortunate what we were seeing from Natalie. It seemed like she was being kind of snaky and also she seemed like she drank the Kool-Aid. Like she, she seems drank like, like the she's Cara been Kool-Aid. influenced by the popular girls. Yeah, it's like and really they're not even that popular. Like people hate these women. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> she's been influenced by the mean girls, yeah, like the girls who are running things and now, you know, she's jumped ship because they've left let her into their little clique. And uh it just made her look bad it made her look like oh you got like no integrity and 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 i don't know i kind of thought more of you before i saw what you're doing to your friend here yeah and, like, making her feel like it's all her fault when go talk to fucking rogan tell yeah. him to fucking not vote for esther yeah. you know what i mean or like just like look at car and be like well she did save idris for us like we asked her to she made sure that happened and it's kind of hard to stop someone who's throwing themselves in like or just be like hey guys stop yelling at my friend because yeah. she's getting upset and like let's just leave it on the field and what happened what ha- you know what i mean even just kind of even if you can't like say what you uh, c- condemn what they're doing yeah just have them stop doing what they're doing in the moment yeah like okay this has clearly gotten a little too much guys let's pull it down about yeah she didn't she just sat there and looked at, at yeah. d and then she cried and it was like weird yeah and then d who cries all it. the time was like oh, okay keep crying i don't give a shit and just yeah. kind of like walks away i was really impressed too that d was able to like hold her you know hold her own keep her cool and express herself in this moment because i think i would have been really hurt um and would have been crying the next morning d is outside by herself she's upset we see georgia ct kyle nani talking and that's when georgia dubs uh the car alliance as cara's cult Kara's coat. And we get a little fun little image there with Kara with no eye, like all white eyeballs, no pupils. Well, Georgia said she looks like a person that has, uh, that her soul has been removed and she just looks like a body. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll be honest. That was a pretty good depiction of what Kara is reminding me of this season. <sighs> Kara really free- is freaking me out this season. She looks like a person like who is like possessed by something. And she and, seems miserable. Yeah, what's going on with her? I don't Why know. is she she's so miserable? So like people unhappy. aren't even like like people who hate her are like gone. Like yeah. first of all like uh, Kyle's not on your side anymore. Like isn't on your team or near you really. Like yeah. okay, he's gone. And that was your problem the past 2-3 seasons. And then like, you know, Johnny Bananas is gone. You got rid of Johnny Bananas. You got rid of Laurel. You got, you rid, got of Laurel. rid of Wes. You, you have your boyfriend with you like you why know what are i mean you so and, freaking and you guys miserable. are doing well like why are you like you look like a dog like that who's come out of the rain like well, you we know don't want to say mean? she looks like a dog but i'm just but... saying like you know how like when a dog comes out of the rain they're like kind of shaking yeah. and they look like you're like dogs are normally so happy it's like why is all the the life like <laughs> taken out of you and it's yeah. just like oh you're in the rain like you must feel so bad and like just sits there and kind of shakes like yeah it, 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 it's bizarre what's going on with her and i don't I, this seems like this has been a gradual like uh, progression to this point for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she used to like smile and goof around with people. And then that's when people would like make fun of her and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that has worn her down to She's an unhappy created a person. hard shell. It's not even hard. It, it it looks miserable and like she's constantly in like a she's in like a constant state of like eye roll. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. It, when people are clapping Look at Kara. 
she's almost never clapping. Like when like the whole everyone they're like line up and clap for this thing. Kara's just always there with her arms crossed. Yeah, it's it's a shame. I was a Kara fan for a very long time and I thought you still were. I can't be anymore. Wow. It's hard to be. You know, it's it's she's unfun to watch yeah. on television. And she seems like she's not having a good time. It's like, Cara, go be a horse doctor. Like, you don't need to be on this show. It's hard to <laughs> go be a horse doctor. It's hard to watch someone doing something they don't want to do when they're not being funny about it. Then we see Dee, Ninja, and Esther talking. And Dee and Ninja make up with a little high five foot action. Um, that weirded me out. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That brings, they make up. That brings us to the proving ground. Esther, um, you know, she goes right down when TJ asks who they well, have nominated. We should say they make up um, based on the fact that Natalie's like, listen, like, I we, we deal with stuff differently. You get very emotional and I do not. And I'm letting you know, even though it looked like I didn't have your back, I completely still do. You're still my ride or die. And don't worry, I'm going to fight for you. Yeah. And so now it's going to be left up in the air because at this point, it's leading us to believe that she is going to be the person that's going to be called out to go against Esther. Right. So we'll see what happens. So they make it to the proving grounds. TJ says, UK team, who do you nominate for your female? elimination and they say esther and she runs down and then tj goes uk team who do you nominate for your mail and kyle goes tj it's rogan and then everyone laughs and then and tj's then, like all right rogan come on down and then uh everybody's like no it's not rogan it's actually kyle and, and then tj TJ's looks like, annoyed he's like uh okay we're doing this for four hours could we not do that <laughs> all right come on kyle come on down um, um and then uh yeah it was yeah i think kyle says it was worth a shot yeah um but it was, was, that was fun. fun it, it was, was fun. fun i like Kyle's kyle fun. you you know what you can't here's the problem with the challenge you can't get rid of all the funny people yeah okay we're getting rid of we got rid of wes bear and kyle those are people who are funny who are gonna do funny things wes is not funny sometimes he's funny i do not agree it's mostly bear and kyle so, okay, so now it's time for the Americans to vote. And if you remember, And Ashley says we're going to take big shots. Big shots, folks. You know me. She's like, you know me. When I get in here, I take big shots. So let's talk about the women first. The first vote goes to... Georgia. And we'll save your time. Everybody votes for Georgia. And both times, the uh, the troika is aligned. Yeah. Um, so everybody votes for Georgia, and so Georgia's going in. And much to the... Uh, uh, shock. Shock of D. Of D. Um, she figured she was going in. Looks like Natalie pulled some strings, or at least... It wasn't as bad as it looked, and uh, D is safe for this week. Next up is the male elimination. Who will they throw in to go against Kyle? And, and Paul- they choose Theo. Yeah, Theo is going in, and uh, it's the only sort of interesting thing is the fact that Kara was Theo's partner last season. And in an interview, Theo's like, wow, it's like, you know, me and Kara, we were partners last season. And I know that I would have never said her name, but we're I on guess, different alliances, but I would have never said her name. I guess it's I guess it's different now. So yeah. that kind of hurts. And then so Theo goes in against Kyle. Georgia goes in against Esther. The game here is you have to basically just pick these idols up, these relics that weigh diff- intervals heavier and heavier and heavier, and you have to align them into in a certain pattern based on a pattern that's shown on a screen or it's something. Ca- on a board. On yeah, a board. it's called Running Riot. It involves an answer key and relics that are different weight sizes. Boring. And you have to put the relics in order of the weight boring. on the answer key. They didn't even show any of this. Like, that's how boring it was. Sometimes yeah. they show so much 
of a of a of an why elimination. Are all, why are they having so many hit or misses this season with the dailies? If and you the know, everything everything involves a relic. Yeah, <laughs> they get to pick a relic up and put it in an order of a and thing. And here's a puzzle, and you also have a relic. It, and... It's like uh, I get it. It's the theme or whatever. But honestly, this was boring. Um, it, they made it look like so the women go first. They made it look like Esther was really keeping up with Georgia. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Georgia wins, um, and then there's a lot of tears because Esther feels like I hate this shit. Where the person who's not that athletic, everybody go the person who wins goes up next to them and goes, "You did so great to like you you've you've proved I'm yourself. So You're, everybody's yeah. gonna be so impressed." And then like, if I was them, I'd be like, "Uh huh, thank you. Okay, can you just let me go? I'm gonna go home." But like Esther buys into it and is so happy with herself. She does a little speech at the end. I think that there's something here we're not we're not talking about though that um, begs mention, which is during the Esther Georgia elimination when they're going back and forth, and it seems like Esther is gonna catch up and Georgia's got it wrong. They cut to an audience shot which features in um, full screen turbo yawning. Turbo Turbo's just bored. No, an editor put that in there. Yeah. They don't you you don't get a yawn in there by mistake. Yeah. Turbo's bored. He's like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, and but you're right. Esther does give a big speech at the end about how she's changed and Thank how- you so much. I've pushed myself to my limits and blah blah blah. Guess what, Esther? You didn't want to be here anymore. And the way that you're at reacting to this loss tells me that. You yeah. knew you were gonna lose. Yeah. Um so good for you, Esther. Um so Esther goes home and next up kyle and theo um this one uh seems like it's tight again i guess theo i mean i guess kyle decided to pick up all of the light light ones before he went to like the very heavy relic no i think that it was um i think theo and georgia had the same strategy which was pick up all of the heavy relics first in the beginning and i think kyle's strategy was to just pick them up in the order they are on the answer board on the keyboard because um, he, it comes down to, you know, Kyle and Theo, it seems pretty close the whole time. And I think really the most important thing about this is that um, Zach is just cheering his ass off for Kyle. And he says, everyone in a 50 mile radius knows I'm cheering for Kyle. Um, And then it comes down to, Kyle really just having one more relic, it seems like. He seems like he's ahead of Theo. Yeah, he looks like he was winning, but then Theo kind of catches up. And now Kyle, just his legs are shaking. He we can't pick up this 100-pound re- relic. And the thing is, why I saw I saw um, Esther rolling the relic. Yeah. Why wasn't Kyle rolling that relic at I the end? Know. Were they not allowed to or something? It started something? to really bother me. It was me. like, roll it, bro. Like roll you can, it. You can probably get this if you just rolled it. But he didn't. And then there was a moment in which Theo passes up um, Kyle and goes, all right, mate. Um, good job. You know, he knows he's going to win. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he kind of gives him like a nice like, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. Like, good luck. I'll see you soon. Yeah. And then he kind of passes him and he wins. And uh, Kara is smiling her ass off. This is the only time I've yeah. seen Kara smile this whole season. Polly looks uncomfortable. Um, I, I, I would, yeah. So this goes back to our original theory that Polly and Kyle like each other. Yeah. So there. So now it's the point we have our winners, Georgia. We have our winner, Theo, and it, we want to figure out if they're going to be turncoats. Are they going to move? And at this point, we're like, wow, they, they might actually do this because both of these people do not have really an alliance on their own team anymore. It makes the most sense for them to go to the U.S. team. The U.S. team is consistently winning, and the U.S. team is it seems to be divided down the middle in an alliance that's somewhat like 6-5. And if we know that if Georgia and uh, Theo 
you know, go to that alliance, then if they go to the U.S. team, then the alliance, the underdog alliance, the Jordan-Tory alliance, will now gain the power on the U.S. team, which the CARA alliance has the power. It only makes sense for them to switch. If they don't switch, they are making a mistake. I feel this fully as a viewer. And what do they do, Nick? They do not switch. They stay. And, Why? And, and, well, Georgia's whole thing is like, you know, she first of all, Georgia calls out uh, Cara and Polly. Yes. And saying that, like, you guys are just doing whatever Cara and Polly are. Uh, your heads making. are so full up the, uh, far up their ass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's, your heads are up their asses. And then Cara and Polly, like, look at each other like, whoa, are we in control of this We're game? the villains? Whoa. Whoa. And then uh, Polly's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, and then, uh, she's like, but I'm going to go back because we need to win this. And then goes back. And then Theo's just kind of like, guys, like I will come back to your team, but like, stop throwing me in. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they all clap and whatever. So they both, they both don't change. And that's the end of the episode. I, I don't understand why. I don't get it. Just I don't get it. Of... I don't get it by, th- I don't get Theo. I feel like Georgia is like, has enough like positivity with her where she's like, Maybe this will change things. Theo and Georgia are in an alliance, right? Theo and Georgia are in an alliance. They're in an alliance with Nani. Do you think that possibly... With Jordan, with Tori? Do you think that possibly that they're like, well, if I change, it might be good for my game, but like I'm going to get death threats on the internet from people in the UK? Like, I don't know. Do mm. they feel like a real allegiance to their maybe, side? Maybe there is some sort of like emotion. There's got to be an emotional country. You there know? must be, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, folks. Patriotism that- type thing. Patriotism, folks. Yeah. Folks, that was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor. Follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. Follow us on Instagram at RealityBlowsPodcast. You can email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. Any of those places would be great places to contact us and send us recommendations for shows or tell us what you think about us, if as long as it's positive. And uh, just be our friends. Um, and as always, uh, may... Um, TJ, compliment your fitness. <laughs> And also, uh, just be a turncoat. Who cares? Bye.